I'm Professor J-Rod. On today's episode, it's all about CompTIA questions. We're going to dissect it. We're going to look at them and see how we tackle CompTIA questions in order to pass the exam. Let's get to it. Welcome. Before we start, I got a little bit of house cleaning to do. So indulge me for a few minutes. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize. This episode is supposed to have come out like two weeks ago. So I apologize for that. Just been really, really busy. Uh, second, I know I promised you a guest, uh, one particular guest. You know, some of you guys already told that he agreed to come on the show, but ultimately he, you know, just every time I text him or get in contact with him, he never responds. So, you know, sometimes, you you know, they always say never meet your heroes because you get disappointed. And this is one of those cases. So I don't want to bother him anymore. So I'll find, I'll find somebody else. Guys, I also had a, a woman lady recruiter she's famous on youtube also agreed to come on the show and just every time i email her she says oh i never got your email so sometimes you just gotta leave me alone but today realized this morning that today is the one year anniversary of the podcast Uh, and I want to thank each and every one of you guys for listening. I truly, truly appreciate it. I mean, it's, you know, this started out as a project for school and it's kind of morphed into this, to this big thing. And I'm very happy, very proud of it. I know I can do better. And then year two, that's, that's going to be my valve to do it, you know, bigger and better. I need to work on the social media aspect of this because I know that's a big component. Hey, if anybody out there wants to help me with the social media aspect of this, email me at professorjrod.gmail.com. Uh, I can't pay you. It's a free position. But, you know, if you want to help, you know, social media director or something, you know, internship, right? You can put it on your resume. Good experience for anyone out there who's interested. Um, all right, so so thank you for all that. Now, I did something a little bit different with this uh, episode. As I said in the intro, it's all about CompTIA questions. 
Now, I always talk about the questions in CompTIA, how we always have to tackle it a certain way. And what I did is I put some questions on my website, professorjrod.com slash questions. So if you go in there, you see that I have four questions. And I kind of want to, I'm going to read the questions and, and read the choices. And then if you want, you can look on with me and uh, tell me, you know, and I'm going to explain how you answer each question. And I always like to say that it's not all questions, but there's a lot of questions in the CompTIA exam that there's clues, right? And if we actually read the question, we can, you know, a lot of times find the answer or at least eliminate at least two of the possible choices. All right, so let's begin. So if you want, go to professorjrod.com slash questions and follow along. Question one is two drives in a RAID 5 had failed. Which of the following would the technician need to implement? A, replace the failed RAID drives and restore the data from backup to the RAID. B, replace one of the failed drives and run the RAID repair. C, repair the failed drives and format the RAID using the quick option. And D, replace one of the failed drives and repair the RAID using system utilities. Now, the big clue here in the question is what? Two drives in a RAID 5 have failed. That's the big question. That's the big clue. Why? Well, how many drives can fail in a RAID 5 and you can still continue going? It's only one. Right? Only one RAID drive can fail. If two or more fail, you got to replace the failed drives and restore the data from backup because you've lost everything. See, th these are the type of questions that they're going to ask. And then I do little quizzes when I teach A+. And, you know, this is one of the questions that I give. But, you know, people get this wrong. People get this wrong. All right, now we're on question two. A technician is notified that a laptop is not booting. It is discovered that there are no system lights, sounds, or display when the power button is pressed. Which of the following should the technician attempt first in the troubleshooting process? Now, the keyword, one of the key words here is first, right? You have to put, you have to remember that. That means any of the other ones could be correct, but which one would you do first? So here's the choices. A, connect an external monitor to a laptop to determine if the LCD has failed. B, boot the system from either a boot CD or other removable media type. C, disconnect the AC and battery power and hold the power button for several seconds. Or D, remove any hard drives, optical drives, RAM, and any wireless cards or USB devices from the laptop. Now, D is a little bit ridiculous, right? Because in the laptop, you're going to open it up and remove the hard drive and remove the memory. No, that's a little bit too much. So that's out, right? <clears throat> so uh, let's look at the question again. A technician notified the laptop is not booting. So the problem is it's not turning on. So you could pretty much get rid of B, boot the system from either a boot CD or other removal type because it's not, it's not coming on. So it's a power issue, right? And you could, that also eliminates A. 
So the only other answer is C. Disconnect the AC and battery power and hold the power button for several seconds. Because it's a power issue. It's not, it's not coming on. And now, this. What if it's possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? You can go to the gym in that free time. Well, Instacart gives unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than the other guys who nickel and dime you to death every time you use their app. Forget that one ingredient to make Sancocho? Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in the area so you can save money, and every item is hand-selected according to your preferences. No more green platanos when you want a yellow ones. And they keep your eggs safe too. To start your 14-day trial, please click the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart. Never set foot in a grocery store again. All right, we're back. Now, all right, we're back. Now, question three. A technician receives a call that a client's PC is not booting after a recent test of the building's backup generator. When a technician arrives, it is discovered that once powered on, there is no output display or post-beef codes. Furthermore, after 15 seconds, the system fan begins running much louder and faster. Which of the following is most likely the issue? And your choices are the motherboard was damaged by the power test, the PC's RAM was affected by ESD, the power supply was damaged and is non-functional, and the hard drive was erased due to power test. Now, this is a great question, right? This is a great question because it kind of tells you a lot in the question that you could eliminate two of them right off the bat, right? So here's the, here, I'm going to read it again. A technician receives a call from a client's PC. Stop booting after recent test of the building's backup generators. So again, maybe another power issue. When a technician arrives, it discovered once powered on, so what? It did turn on. So that eliminates what? C, the power supply was damaged and is non-functional. No, it's functional. It turned on. Right? There is no output display or post beep codes, which means what? Eliminate B. Why? Because if RAM was affected, it would beep. It would give you a post beep. So now you're left with the motherboard was damaged by the power test or the hard drive was erased due to the power test. Right? Furthermore, after 50 seconds, the system fans begin to running louder and faster. The answer is A, the motherboard was damaged by the power test. See how it is, right? We just, we have to take the question and dissect it and be able to say, oh yeah, it's this because of this, right? If you, you know, take, you know, don't carefully read the question, you're going to skim through the important parts. And that's what happens with a lot of people. They skim through it. They don't they don't read it fast enough. All right, last question, question four. 
A brownout has occurred within a building. A technician is repairing a workstation that has a power light, but is not displaying anything on the screen and is not making any sounds during boot up. Which of the following should be used to further troubleshoot the workstation? A, loopback plug. B, postcard. C, power supply tester. D, multimeter. Again, it's a power issue, right? But it says repairing a workstation that has a power light, which means what? It turned on. Eliminate power supply tester and multimeter. Those are used when you have an issue with power. But we don't have an issue with power. Right? We have a different issue, but it's not with power. So you can eliminate those two, C and D. Now you're left with A and B. A loopback plug is not going to do anything for you. It's just testing to see if your NIC card is working. So that's out. So the answer is B, postcard. That way you could see uh, what are the errors that the postcard is giving you. Why, after it turns on, why is it not booting up? That's what a postcard is used for, right? Power on self-test card. All right? See, that's... So there is a strategy. There is a method to all this madness. You know, they, these exams are not hard. You just got to think. And if you think and if you read, they're critical thinking questions. So if you think and you read the question carefully, you should be able to pass the CompTIA A-plus exam. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate all my listeners out there. And we'll see you next time. This has been a Little Cha Cha Productions, art by Sarah, music by Joe Kim. If you want to reach me, you can e- always email me at professorjrod at gmail.com.